in my opinion, yeah. Um, although on paper it's two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Okay. When I look at the new regulation of valuations, and when I look at the information we are seeing from the market of actual valuations coming back, okay, I'd say the two fifty has now moved up to three fifty. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Straight Talk. Uh, we're here in the Istanbul office of Property Turkey with Cameron Dagan. Cameron, welcome back Hello. to the show. And we are coming at you with uh, quite a controversial um, news. And um, there's actually, th there's a change in how properties are valued in Turkey, um, which may not mean a lot to you right now, but this change will certainly affect every single one operating in this market. Astrid has passed a new regulation with regards to the real estate valuation. The regulation states that the surveyors are now appointed randomly by the system from a pool of surveyors unlike before. In the past, the surveyors were appointed by the buyer's side. And I brought Cameron Dagan here and we prepared a quite comprehensive discussion as to what is a valuation report, a survey report also known as, and um, how it used to be uh, undertaken, how it is going to be now, why did this change happen, and what are going to be some of the implications and how, uh, what are some of the things that our clients should be aware of. Okay. All right. Uh, so first of all, valuation report, as we call it, the surveys report. Very briefly, what it is, what is it, and what are some of its use cases? Okay. Mainly in our industry. Okay. So a valuation report is a report prepared by a surveyor, a qualified surveyor, in order to value a real estate. Okay. Now, when we say value, um, how do you value? What base do you use? Yeah. There are several different bases of valuation. Just to name a few, you can value an asset at market value, which is, well, as it says, market value. The going rate. The going rate. If you were to buy a comparable property today in the open market under normal market conditions, how much would you pay? That's really, I guess, the best definition of market value. You can value a property at net realizable value basis. Mm -hmm. Net realizable value basis is a discounted form of the market rate. It basically assumes that you need to sell a property today because you're in a position whereby you need cash inflow so circumstances are not very good. Mm -hmm. So you need to sell quickly. In other words, quick sale value. Quick sale values are always significantly lower than market value yeah. for, for obvious reasons. If you want to move an asset today very, very quickly, well, you're going to have to give a 
handsome discount to market to attract Panthers today. Which is often cases in 15, 20%. Could be, could be even higher. Now, there's a, there are other ba valuation bases, such as replacement cost base. This one looks at the cost of an asset. How much would it cost to replace this asset? If it's real estate, you would then look at um, the land price of a comparable pro property and how much it would cost to build a comparable property. It's called replacement cost. Now, the most uh, commonly used valuation technique um, by surveyors in the current market circumstances in Turkey is market valuation, mm -hmm. which is what surveyors, in fact, use here, unless they are instructed otherwise, unless there are other circumstances to um, take into account which would um, make a market valuation mm -hmm. not quite appropriate for the circumstance. Yeah, got it. Um, thank you very much for this. That's uh, for like explaining what evaluation, what evaluation is. report is. For yeah. all uh, concerned purposes, let's let's narrow the circle down and let's yeah. focus on us and our clients. Yeah. Uh, for our clients who are applying for citizenship, the um, government wants them to apply okay. for a valuation oh. report. Now, the change in the in the in the new regulation concerns that. And, and, and changes exactly that. Can you please tell me how yeah. this used to be yeah. and with this new change, how it is going to be now? Okay. First of all, I think it's important to understand that, that I believe around mid-2019, so two years now, two and a bit years, every foreign national purchasing a property in Turkey needs to have a surveyor's valuation attached to the title deed. Okay. That is not the case for Turkish citizens, by the way. So you can go and purchase a property. You don't need a valuation. Mm -hmm. Turks don't need a valuation. It's important to understand that. Really important to understand that for the question you asked. Okay? However, foreign nationals purchasing a property need to have a valuation report. Now... The valuation reports, from what I can see, by looking at quite a few valuation reports since last two years, uh, because particularly for citizenship purposes, mm -hmm. the valuation report plays a very, very important role. Of course it, it does. Most often, the valuation report dictates the base that is accepted for the citizenship purposes. In other words, the valuation report being, say, equivalent of $250,000 plus qualifies the asset for citizenship. Correct. So the government would actually look at the value on the valuation report when considering that $250,000. Mm -hmm. So, so far from what I could see, the valuation reports were done on what I would call market value base. So they would look at comparable assets, mm -hmm. And they would look at, like I explained five minutes ago, how much would it cost to go out into the open market and buy the same property tomorrow in the open market under normal market conditions. 
yeah. market valuation. W- what happens now is that under normal circumstances, the buyer side would apply for and also the, the surveyor. Import. The surveyor yes. would be appointed by the buyer or the seller. But the important thing is that you had control over who you would appoint as the surveyor. Now that's important. Yeah. Now, fairly recently, new regulations came in. And I'd like to talk very briefly as to why the government did this. Okay, okay. a bit would later. You please, would a you bit please later. say what the regulation the, is? The regulation is that, one, you as the buyer or the seller can no longer appoint the surveyor. What you have to do is you have to request a surveyor to be appointed by the government, by the relevant government office, and they would pick at random, and send you a surveyor. So till the moment that the surveyor arrives to carry out the valuation, you do not know who is appointed. Correct. Do you see what they're getting at here? Yes. They're basically, they're, they're basically breaking the familiarity. So they're basically trying to prevent any form of collaboration or corruption. Okay. okay. Which is very, very good news. In fact, for the credibility of the market. Great news. Okay. Yes. However, there's a bit of a flip side, which we'll talk about. Let me, let me just ask you. Um, now, okay, sorry, but the, to, to the continuation of your, of your question. So, the difference, the new regulation, is not just who appoints the surveyor. Yes. Which means you can no longer have a friendly surveyor. Okay. However, the way that they're valuing these assets is no longer the same either. Because now it's the government. We have already it's not just because it's the government, but I think there's a policy. Okay. I think there's a there's a policy there. Because we are already seeing some of these reports coming under the new regulations. Yes. Like we had three of them yesterday, I think two of them today, and um, one of our guys looked at a few other reports. When I look at these reports and when I look at the market values, I can clearly see that these new valuations are not done on market value base. Yeah. They're done on what I would call net realizable value base. Mm-hmm. And net realizable value is always discounted to the market value. Way more conservative. Because it assumes it assumes a quick sale. It assumes I need to sell now. Yes. Quick sale scenario, net realizable value. So what the government is doing is they're giving a discount mm-hmm. to the value. So, so are you saying the government is undervaluing properties or? That's what I see, yes. Okay. They are undervaluing these properties that are bought by foreign nationals, some of which of those valuations, as we know, form the basis for their citizenship applications. Why do you think the Turkish government is doing that? Okay, two reasons, in my opinion. Um, one of them, I think, is solid. It's without a question. The other one, you could say, Cameron, this is speculative. Okay, let's The see. solid one. Do you remember six months ago, we did an episode of Straight Talk, whereby we highlighted the scams that that were being perpetuated 
in the citizenship process. One of the ads that actually hit on my table. Yes. It, said it, yes. it says $250,000. There was a big red cross. Yeah. And there was basically, basically, yeah. basically. And this has been happening. Yes. At a scale, unfortunately, much wider than we thought. Yeah. It's now coming to light. People are underselling. People, people were basically finding a way, possibly through friendly surveyors too, they were finding a way of selling assets at $100,000, $150,000, and somehow showing the value as $250,000. Oh, yeah. So basically, as a foreign national, you were investing far less then $250,000, but the paperwork that would go to the government would show as though you invested $250,000. So clearly a scam. Yeah. Now, the rate of these types of scams, I now understand it was much higher than what we even thought. And, yeah, and, and we published seven, eight months ago. I mean, just to reinforce what you just said is in Essenyurt, uh, these are the news that came to me yesterday. Yes. In Essenyurt, yeah. 22 citizenships have been revoked. I know. 22, 22 citizenships. 22 citizenships. Have been revoked because yes. the government was able to show yes. that, they, that, that, that they abused the system. In yes. other words, they paid, they invested far less than $250,000. Yeah. But they applied as if they invested 250, so they in fact revoked their citizenship. Just now, like what you said in the previous episode, and we episode. did say this you was said, going we said to happen. Exactly, we the did. Same thing. We did say yeah. this was going to happen. So now, the government is coming onto this in a harsh way. Okay, in a harsh way by even providing a large discount to the market value. Yes, that's number one. Which brings credibility to the market in my which, which opinion. Which is actually a good thing. Which, which is, is a, a good thing. thing. Number yeah. two, which you could say, Cameron, this is speculative. Again, around six months ago, if you remember, we did um, air a straight talk saying that we expect before the end of 2021, the level of citizenship application to go up. Yeah. We, we, we didn't say to, to, to what amount, because we don't have a crystal ball, but we did say that we believe the level would go up to, say, three hundred and fifty or $500,000. We actually speculated at 500000 We speculated. We even said that beyond 2021, maybe towards the end of 2022, the whole thing could be shut too, the whole yes. citizenship thing. Now, um, it's my view that by discounting the valuations, they are effectively increasing the investment level. Because think about it. If, say, um, on a good day, you have a 20% discount to, at your valuation, which means that you are a foreign national yes. coming to Turkey for citizenship. Okay? You invest X amount to buy a set of properties. The amount you invest is the market rate because right. you, you bought in the open market. The surveyor comes and values your property as a foreign national um, and the valuation produces a discount of say 20%. That means that if you spent say 
$250,000 or $270,000, well, take a 20% discount of that. You will fall below the required $250,000 level. You're going to stay somewhere in 210, 210, 220. Which means that if on average, let's say, the discount rate will be 20%, that means you're going to have to spend around $320,000 in order to qualify for $250,000 citizenship. So in my speculative opinion, and it is my opinion, this is a way of the government slightly pushing up yeah. the investment level. Well, 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 yes, that is your opinion. My you, opinion. But, but you're actually, you know, um, talking about a consequence. You're actually talking about the reality on the market right now. Do you remember how you used to always say that, guys, look, don't just invest 250 or we'll shoot it a little yeah. bit like go up to 260 265 yeah. even 270 yeah. just because to be they safe. were exchange yes. differences etc etc now you're saying with this valuation report and everything <laughs> overshoot if you want to be more. safe <laughs> you need to overshoot it not 270 but 320 330 in my opinion to be safe in my opinion you need to overshoot it by no less than 20 percent yes in order to develop in order to um, end up with a valuation that will qualify for 250. Yeah. So are, 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 you saying, are you saying that the Turkish citizenship by investment, although on paper this is $250,000, yes. in reality it's risen up to 300, maybe 320. It's, it's over $300,000. In my opinion, um, although on paper it's $250,000, when I look at the new regulation of valuations and when I look at the information we are seeing from the market of actual valuations coming back, I'd say the 250 has now moved up to 350. 350. I'm telling you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just, just to be safe. Yeah. Um, I, I would. Okay, so, so, so this begs a question, though. This, this begs another question. Say I invest instead of 250, 350. Okay. Is there a guarantee that the properties that I'm buying will be valued over $250,000 so I can be safe? There is no guarantee, is there? So, so, so I, I might... Because I have seen valuations coming back 40% below market rate or 40% below actual purchase price. I'm no longer going to call it market rate because I'm now even suspecting that that is the market rate because if it is 40%, then probably there was an inflated price there to yeah, start somebody's with. Pro okay, some, somebody overpriced. overpaid for something. Yeah. But what I'm saying is I've seen valuations coming 40% below the actual price paid yeah. by people. Which areas or which type of properties do you think that you're seeing a bigger amount of difference in the valuation? Although I don't necessarily want to name, um, I think we're going to see the biggest amounts of differences in my most favorite areas, such as Esenyurt, Beylik, Düzü, Başakşehir. And if you ask me why, and the reason is, when the surveyor comes in to look at the stock, the surveyor has, um, has comparatives that are way, way, way lower than what appears to be the market prices in those yeah. areas today. Uh, so he inevitably will produce a valuation that is going to be lower than 
the current apparent market values in those areas. Correct. I mean, let me just reinforce what you said. First of all, I don't know if that is actually going to be the case. Again, I don't know either. You, you're speculating opinion. here. But just to reinforce what you just said, do you rem remember our first episode, which is a rental guarantee? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> How rental guarantee scam operates is... It's, it's not a scam, sorry. It's, it's a scheme. Scheme. How, yes. how, it, how, it, how it operates is exactly the same. What they, they do in, basically... You inflate the price. They inflate the price of the property. Say, no, under normal circumstances, the property would cost $200,000 or, or $175,000. They inflate it to $250,000. They sell it to you and they would tell you, we are going to give you a rental guarantee of a rental return of a 10% for the next three years or five years or whatever. So they're basically paying your money back to you, which was back. a cashback offer. And when you look at the map, the concentration of these cashback offers, the rental guarantee schemes, are those areas. Are those areas. And th <laughs> this is one of the reasons why you would see the highest price difference. Not a price the, difference, the, look, but valuation That's my opinion. Yeah. And, 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 and I think in a few weeks' time, when we sit around and look at the valuations coming and compare them to actual prices paid, I think you will see that I'll be proven right. Yeah. Those areas are going are, are, are gonna to deliver the biggest differences. Now, if you ask me where a client would be the safest, again, I'd say city center, but I'd say areas in the city center where the prices have not yet done a lot of premiums. Yes. In other words, again, urban regeneration areas where the comparatives are urban regenerated properties. Yes. Because when you look at the comparatives, because a surveyor always looks at, looks at comparatives. Yes. He has to, because that's the best way. But when you look at comparatives in an urban regeneration area, particularly in an area that is recently being urban regenerated, you will only be looking at a bunch of properties that are sold at similar prices. Yes. Do you understand why? Yes. Because it's being urban regenerated. It's going to create its own level. And it's a low entry level city center. So I think those are the types of areas where we are likely to see minimum differences in the valuations. I think another type of areas where we would see the minimum type of differences are the areas where Turks are buying, where you have less foreigners, basically. Definitely. Because let's face Definitely. the fact that whenever you have an area Definitely. where foreigners are buying heavily, the prices there go up. Of course. Okay. And, 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 and artificially sometimes. And, and artificially in, in, in often cases. Yeah. So in order to get the you know minimum level of price difference in the, the value difference in the valuation report, I think I would look at areas such as, you know, some areas on the Asian side. Kartal, for example. Asian side. Do you know what I think? I think the star of the Asian side is going to rise so rapidly after this new regulation. Really? Because I think some of the areas on the Asian side are going to deliver very, very thin, thin differences. Yes. Because it's all Turkish, because um, there has been no manipulations or price. Yes. And because on a on a like for like basis, when you compare the European side to the Asian side, prices are indeed low. Yeah, definitely. So, you, yeah. you know, so let's see. Remains to be seen. But again, these are our speculative opinions. We shall see in weeks and months to come. Yeah. Uh, and um, I mean, the, the, this whole new regulation um, is going to cause quite a few upheavals in the market. Yes. I mean, I've already. 
I'm, I, I'm already reading some opinions of other agents and, and, and certain organizations, real estate organizations, they're basically very unhappy with what's happening because it's uncertainty. So in uncertain times, I'd say, you know, if I'm a client, if I'm a potential foreign buyer, in uncertain times, I'd stick to, um, you know, I, I'd stick to areas and types of properties that Turks major in. I wouldn't go too far to areas that, that are mainly for, built for foreign nationals yeah. because those are the areas where you're likely to see the biggest differences in prices. Correct. So, uh, again, my opinion. Um, that's that. And, and maybe we should talk a little bit about... Because when people watch this episode... And I'm pretty sure people don't even have to watch this episode. They would have heard about the news already. Um, then, then they will probably, especially those who invested already, but have not yet applied for citizenship, yes. haven't yet obtained their title deeds, which means the, survey, the surveyor's reports haven't been done yet. Oh, of course. They yeah. will obviously be panicking. Yes. Particularly if their investment level was very close to 250. Yeah. So I mean, let me give you let me let me give you the good news as to why what we are doing as Go Property on. Turkey to you know to weather the storm with this. First of all, for for our clients who have invested just over two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, which if 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 we think that there's certainly going to be a value difference in the valuation, and if we suspect some clients who are going to fall behind, we have uh, asked all of our advisors to give them a call to you know, inform them beforehand so that they wouldn't face uh, these types of problems. So if they need to invest more or cancel that property or go for another one, uh, wh whatever the case may be to, you know, uh, get out of it from as, 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 um, as less of a problem as possible. So that's, that's one thing we're doing. Another thing we're doing is that we are creating a database of the uh, properties and projects in, in certain areas uh, we are obtaining their valuation reports after the new law because yeah. as you know this new law passed last week yeah. so so there's only a week of information that is out there we have called our after sales department to give all of the developers a call to obtain the new valuation reports to see what the net realizable values of to, to those see where the differences are. are yes and 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 we are stacking them into our database to be able to advise better um, to our clients so so as property turkey we're we're we are one of those who are better equipped to weather the storm uh, in, 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 in this situation, I'd say. Then, then again, um, how, about, how about people who invested but who haven't yet obtained their valuations? Well, that's what I'm saying. We are informing them. See, for example... You I'm, can I'm inform them all, 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 all you like, but yeah. the fact of the matter is that if... I am Mr. X, who invested a month ago, and I paid two hundred and sixty thousand dollars, hoping that I'll get at least two hundred and fifty thousand dollar valuation. The chances are that my valuation now is going to be two hundred and twenty thousand dollars, so I'm not going to qualify for citizenship. Then you will need to buy something more, some you know. Unfortunately, for guys, another property. And, and, and well, I, I, 
But well, at the end of the day, okay. here's the thing: we are we are a real estate company. We are a real estate. Look, I know we are a real estate company. Yeah, but we're not the government itself. So I know it's we yeah. haven't done these. But yeah. what I'm saying is, um, I I hate to be the bearer of bad news. However, um, among our audience, I'm pretty sure there'll be quite a few people who are in that boat, who invested already and paid their money. Yet, they have not yet obtained their title deeds, meaning the, 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 the surveyor hasn't yet visited. Now, guys, if your investments are around about $250,000 range, the chances are you will fall below $250,000. So, they will. please, yes. So, please start thinking as to what you wish to do. Your options are to buy a small property to top it up. Um, or to cancel out of the deal. If you cancel out of the deal, you may very well lose 10-15% penalty, yeah, that's um, depending problem. on your contract. So please start thinking along these lines yes. so, that, so that you can advise your advisors as to what to do. If you're our clients, um, I recommend get on the phone to your advisors and start building that dialogue as to what you wish to do. Because the chances are you will be confronted with these circumstances. Yes. If your investment level was round about 250. If your investment level was 300 plus, I don't think you'll have issues. But if, you, if, if your investment level was, say, below 300, please think what you wish to do before it happens. Okay? So. That's it. That's it. That's uh, all for now from us. And as we hear more about this matter, we will itself, bring you. We will bring it in. News, we will yeah. give you the yeah. updates. Um, okay. Yeah. So, so in about a month's time, let's do another episode. Let's do another this, episode and see see, see, see where, see we, where are. we are. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks a lot. Thank you very much, guys. See you in the next one. Okay.